Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to worship with us. Uh, want to uh, just take a second and uh, mention that uh, we have several people I know surrounding us in our community and even a few in our church and uh, friends, family uh, that are being affected right now by COVID. And uh, I just want to say uh, that we are praying uh, for those folks and uh, uh, trying to kind of keep uh, uh, a beat on what's going on, uh, just even in our community and that kind of thing. And uh, just want to encourage folks to uh, be safe where you can and uh, that kind of thing. And uh, even as we worship together, you know, uh, to continue to do that. I, I know it's easy to kind of uh, get lax on that or whatever, but uh, uh, we do want to try to help pr protect uh, each other and that kind of thing as well. Um, as we uh, as we get into this this morning, uh, I want to just kind of pray for us, if that's okay, and uh, to kind of prepare our hearts for uh, God's Word. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for your Word. And uh, Lord, just uh, be with us in the next few moments uh, to just speak to our hearts. May may they be open, Lord, to what you have to say to us. And, and may we just uh, be reminded today of just how enormous it is, the thing that we get to do uh, just in trusting in you. Uh, Lord, we love you. We thank you and ask that you would speak to us through your word uh, and uh, be glorified in it. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. So uh, we started a series called Armor, and uh, we've been walking through the armor of God and talking about uh, these different things. And today we get to uh, the shield piece of the armor. Uh, and, you know, shields are kind of funny because we don't we don't think about shields a lot because we don't really feel like we use shields uh, anymore. And in the sense of shields with a, a coat of armor, yes, we probably don't. Uh, often uh, just uh, put on a shield uh, to get ready to go into fighting or anything. Uh, and so that it, it seems a little odd to us. You know, it's very Monty Python in a way uh, in, in our heads, I think, a lot of times. But the truth is, is that we we do, we are shielded from things and there are shields in our lives that help uh, protect us in different ways. I mean, you know, a simple shield I can think of as an umbrella. Uh, you know, we, you know, we use umbrellas in the rain. Uh, well, other people do. I don't usually use umbrellas in the rain, but most people, you know, I guess, or a lot of people use umbrellas in the rain to shield themselves from the rain, the water that is falling from the sky. Uh, you know, car windshields, you know, has the word in it, shield, a windshield, uh, you know, a car windshields are one of those things. I mean, you think about that for just a second. I, in fact, saw a video of a friend of mine here recently uh, that uh, I think it was probably from years ago, but uh, he stuck his head out the window going down the road and lo and behold, he got a, he got a big old bug in his mouth. You know, we don't think a whole lot about that. We get in the car, we drive, we're not thinking a whole lot about getting hit by bugs. Uh, you know, again, uh, a shield uh, that we use in our house or in our lives a lot. And then, and then another one that I, I think of uh, is in our houses. You know, we have just windows. Again, that's glass. It's the same thing as the car thing. But you think, well, you I mean they're not really shields? Well, I mean they kind of are. I mean, think about that. You ever been uh, to you know a building and uh, maybe it's your house or some other office building or something, and then uh, all of a sudden you hear a boom. You know, and it, you like look and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And you realize that a bird has just flown into a window, you know, and just, you know, just 
usually doesn't end well for the bird because uh, they're not exactly the the most uh, sturdy of animals to be uh, getting uh, into a head-on collision, so to speak. Uh, but I mean, for real, you know, we don't we have windows in our houses. Generally speaking, that's keeping things from like from like that from happening. And it, it even makes me wonder, like back in the day, did birds just like hit people all the time in their houses like or they're just flying through like you're walking through the living room you know carrying in you know some uh dessert or something and then boom you get hit upside the head by a bird i don't know i don't know if that was a thing or not but either way you get the idea shields are a thing and we do have shields in our life uh and obviously a coat of armor had a shield uh and so to work with this, I think that's understandable. And, and to go with what this shield does for us as part of the armor of God, I think it's good for us to read this passage again. We've been reading Ephesians 6. I'm going to read through the, the passage, and then we're going to get to our new verse for the day. Uh, starting with uh, verse 10, Ephesians 6, it says this. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Now, we have talked about all of that so far and over the last several weeks, and I encourage you, if you've missed any of that, you can go back and check that out. But today we come to verse 16. Verse 16 comes to us, and it says this. It says, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. In all circumstances, it says. So a couple things we want to pull, I think, just real fast out of this passage is we have in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Now, first of all, we we the shield is the shield of faith. And so the topic today really kind of surrounds faith and what is faith and and those kinds of things and and how does and how does that work for us? Uh, and obviously, you know, we we have faith in God. We put our faith in God. Hebrews 11:1 1 says this. I think this is worthy of noting. It says, "Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for." The conviction of things not seen the, is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And so uh, there's there's hope in faith, but it's, it's us putting our hope uh, in something. Uh, as we put our hope in Jesus, uh, the conviction of things not seen. Oftentimes, you know, we're we're saying, I've got faith in the Lord. I got faith that God's going to bring me through this or whatever it is. Well, when we say that, what we're saying is, he doesn't have to prove that to me right now. I trust that the things in his word are true and that those things, those promises, all of those things of who God is, that God is going to bring me through this moment because I know a lot of things that we're going to talk about a little bit here, things like God loves me, he cares for me, he's made promises of, of these things. Um, and, you know, and there's just so much to that. And so, 
what we're saying is we don't have to see it with our own eyes. We trust that it can happen. We trust that it will happen because of who we believe God to be. Um, <clears throat> now, if you're watching this and you say, well, Chris, I don't believe in God. Well, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, and, uh, and I just, I just encourage you, uh, to ask, to continue to ask questions, continue to seek, continue to seek for truth. Uh, and, and I encourage you that in that, if you do that with an open mind, I really believe that if you seek the Lord, you will find him and he will find you. And, uh, and he will, he will begin to change your heart. He'll begin to work in your heart. Uh, you'll begin to see things that you didn't see before. You'll see those things that maybe in the past you just kind of thought were, you know, just things that happened, uh, you know, just happened to happen at the same time or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and, and the truth is, is that there's always a reason for these things that happen. Um, God works all things for his good and for ours, for those who have believed and trusted in him. And so as we put our faith in God, one of the things that we understand is that our faith provides protection for us. Protection from what? Well, it talks about it in that verse. Let's go on there. It says, in all circumstances, again, all, I love that, in all circumstances, so there's not any moment of our life that this doesn't apply, but in all circumstances, it says, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. So a shield is for protection, right? And then in this particular situation, uh, we have an understanding here that this shield of faith actually helps protect us from flaming darts of the evil one. So is this what's really happening in our life? Is it really that there's uh, a, a guy named the devil and he is out there just shooting arrows at us that are on fire? Uh, by the way, you remember in the Dukes of Hazard when they used to shoot the shoot the arrow on fire and they had like the stick of dynamite on it and they'd blow up the outhouse? I love that. Plus, they'd do it like out the window of the car going down the road and stuff, you know. But they never hurt anybody because they loved everybody. You know, it's Duke's hazard for you. But yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the but the field, the, the shield of faith protects us from these flaming darts of the evil one. Well, the flaming darts of the evil one are lies. That's what those are. They're lies. And, and you know, for us, I think that that's important for us to recognize because we get caught up in lies, and we begin to believe lies. And oftentimes those lies are things that are not true about us. And Satan wants us to believe those things. He wants us to believe all these things. In fact, I'll ask you the question, what kind of lies have you been believing in your life that, that God wants to release you from uh, and protect you from? Is it stuff like you're not good enough? You're not talented enough? You're not worthy? You're not loved? You're not able. You're never going to make it. You know, th there's so many lies like that that the world is throwing at us. Those are things from Satan. You say, well, Chris, why, why does he care? Why does he care about that? He cares because he wants to knock down anything that is producing fruit for the kingdom of God. Now, if we were just 
on vacation from seeking the Lord and we weren't interested in the kingdom of God, that's exactly where Satan wants us to be. But the minute that we're trying to grow in the Lord ourselves, or especially if we're, if we're serving the Lord, we're, we're working toward four things of the kingdom, I'm telling you, he's coming against us. And here come the flaming darts. Here come the lies. And the reason he uses lies is because oftentimes that's easy for us to buy into. And he feels like if he can cripple us with lies, then we will not pursue trying to follow Jesus and allowing God to use us for his kingdom. Faith enables us to take hold of the power and protection that God himself has. You remember that that first verse, right? Verse 10, I've reread it every week. Uh, It says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And it's saying we find our strength in God himself. And so our faith enables us to engage that power that God has because we're saying in those moments, I don't believe the lies. I believe the Lord. I believe his truth. I believe his word. And in doing so, what happens is this amazing thing. This amazing thing happens in our lives where suddenly we're not we're not being burdened with the lies because we're not trusting in them anymore. We're not believing in them anymore. We're believing in the truth that God has in his word for us and for our lives. All these promises. Think about all the promises of God that he has made for us over the years. And and you know, and I'll just say this, it's not and Keller said this, I reading out of that book I've mentioned before, uh over the armor of God that he wrote, uh, it's not enough to believe in God, you know? And I'll say this, Satan does that. Satan believes in God, okay? So it's not enough for us just to believe in God. It's knowing he has the power to pull you in and protect you. He has the power to pull you in and protect protect you. He is sovereign over all things. And I go back to a story we just uh, shared together here recently out of Scripture, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And you see those guys, and, you know, I've I got to wonder, were they just freaking out a little bit uh, deep down in their stomach when they're getting thrown into that fiery furnace? And and God does what? He protects them. And, and that's the same God that cares about me and he cares about you as a father, as a friend. He cares about us so much, and yet at the same time, he is the sovereign God of the universe, but he's on our side. Better yet, we are on his side. And here's a truth. Here's a scripture that I think is worth worth reading, and it, it, it honestly is probably if it's not my favorite passage of Scripture in all of Scripture, it's one of the closest ones, and it's Romans 5, 6. And I, and I share it a lot, but I have to share it today uh, because of what it says toward the end. Well, let's look at it. It says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore 
We have now been justified by His blood, much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, did you hear that? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. You know, I, I share that passage a lot, and a lot of times I share up to uh, the part of while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that's, I mean, that's huge. It's it's making the statement that it, our salvation isn't based on that we get ourselves like all perfect and ready, and we get all of our house in order, and then we can go to God and He saves us. No, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, we come to Him with all of that terrible stuff. And then he saves us and he helps us with that stuff because we can't overcome sin on our own. We need Christ to do that for us. And he did the work to do that on the cross. But then in verse 10 where it says, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. While we were enemies... And I think that a lot of times we, we talk about sin a lot and we, you know, we recognize that we're all sinners falling short of the glory of God and all those things. But in this passage, one of the things that we pick up on uh, is a truth, too, that we were enemies of God. We were enemies. And what did he do for us while we were his enemy? While we were his enemy, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. And now that we are reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So that's what God does for his enemies. That's what God has done for his enemies, is he has sent his son to die for anyone who would believe in him. And that's who we're putting our faith in today. And one of the reasons in why which we can put our faith in him is because why couldn't we put our faith in the guy that came to us while we were still his enemies? And he chose to give his one and only son that we might become part of his family. We know that his promises are good. Our faith in the Lord, it, I mean, when you really think about it, it's silly that we ever waver in it. It's silly that we ever think for a second that God might not have this, that we can't trust Him in some way, shape, or form. And I know we don't say it that way usually, but usually it comes in the ways that we worry about things or whatever it is. And, and for us to see clearly that we have this amazing relationship with, this, with the sovereign uh, God of all creation— uh, who uh, you know has control over everything? Uh, that that guy is a friend, and not just a friend, but our father. That we trusted in him, and he's saying, "I've got this. Trust in me. Put your faith in me. Don't worry right now. I've got this. This is all part of a bigger plan." If he came and did that for us while we were enemies. What about now that we are friends? What about now that we are family? 
Satan comes at us with his flaming arrows, his lies, and faith puts out that fire. Those flaming arrows have no control over us, and they should not hurt us. Our faith puts out that fire. Our faith. Our faith that sometimes wavers. Our faith does sometimes waver. And you know the funny thing is, is that even though sometimes our faith wavers, God's never does. And even when we struggle to believe, He helps us. He gives us the words to say. And, and if we ask, He even helps us with our unbelief. In faith, we can trust in God's goodness. We can trust in His promises. We can trust in His love for us, for the plan that He has for us for eternity, for Him to provide for us, for Him to protect us. That when, you know, if it was based on our faith never wavering, and that if that were to be the case, then we wouldn't, you know, get harmed by the arrows of the evil one, so to speak. Uh, we'd be in trouble. But it's not just based on that, because the truth is, is that when our faith wavers, and it, and if it was up for our for us to provide the protection for ourselves based upon how much faith we've got, we're in trouble. We know that. We know that it wavers at times. God never does, and He's always protecting. He's always loving. First John four four says this. It says. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Greater than he who is in the world. Who is in you? The Holy Spirit is in you if you've trusted in Christ as your Savior. The Lord lives within you. He is in you. That's who's in you. And he is greater than he who is in the, in the world. Who's that? Well, that would be Satan. Satan, the prince of darkness, you know, is in the world. But we don't fear him because Jesus has power over him. And we trust in that power to always be good over Satan. And even when we don't believe, he still shields us. I'll tell you, one of the shields that I have enjoyed over the years is when I've worked with uh, uh, high school baseball. And uh, one of the things that uh, we do during batting practice is we get something out called the turtle. Uh, it takes uh, several of the boys on the team to move it. It's this kind of big old thing. Uh, a lot of programs have it where it's nice and on wheels and all that kind of stuff. And ours kind of has wheels, I think, but they don't work real well. And so the boys pick it up and carry it where we want. And plus, we don't want to track around on the field and that kind of thing, too. Uh, but uh, this thing is basically just like a it's just like a big shell. Uh, it's called the turtle. We call it the turtle because it's kind of like a turtle in the fact that, you know, in one end, there's a big hole in it. Uh, but it's basically a big frame with netting on it. And we can put that over home plate and batters can take batting practice and we can stand right there with batters 
uh, and talk to them while they're hitting and we can watch their stance and we can watch how they're holding the bat, not just from the dugout, but like literally right there behind them or right next to them. Um, and I, I, I love this, by the way, because I love the mechanics of the sport and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, but for us, it's a great thing because we're standing there, we're standing right up on the action, but we're not getting hurt because the turtle protects us. Well, great protection is something that we need in this life from all the things, but especially those flaming arrows that come at us from Satan, those lies. And we need the very best protection. And as we just read, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world, we're reminded that we have a greater shield than anything that Satan could ever throw at us. We have a better shield. Let us trust in what God has given us, which is our shield of faith. Let's pray together. God, thank you for the reminder that our faith is so very important to us, much more important to us than we even realize, and, and that oftentimes throughout the day, Lord, we don't even realize when, when we let that guard down and we begin to buy lies that Satan wants us to believe about who we are, what we can or can't do. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to see more clearly as we grow in our maturity and our understanding of who you are and what you've done for us. Lord, uh, Lord, continue to work and speak into our lives and show us those things. And God, continue to protect us. Lord, help our faith to be strong and help us when we don't believe. God, for anyone right now that is struggling to believe, God, I pray that you would help them with their unbelief. And God, I pray that they would understand that that's normal. God, I pray that you would do the work in us that we don't know how to do to help us to trust in you for all things. God, thank you for being a better shield. Thank you for protecting us. And God, I pray that in the days to come, Lord, that we would trust in you for all things and rest in your promises and rest in you to protect us. God, you've got this. We know you do. And Lord, we just pray that your will will be done. And God, that we get to be a part of that. Thank you for allowing us to be. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen.